It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to the rendezvous. C'est Simon. Simon means Simon in French. You know, we've talked a lot during the last 14 months about essential workers and how grateful we are to them. And I repeat again how grateful we are all for what they've done. Friends of mine are nurses. Friend of mine works in grocery stores. And then there's uh, also lovely people that works at the post office, for instance. You know, sometimes we don't think about the post office, but what would we do without the wonderful postmen, women, you know? And um, I thought about that because uh, at the post office I go, it's, just, it's a wonderful atmosphere, very welcoming, very polite and all that, very friendly, very, very friendly. And I thought about it, I said, we always talk about everybody else. I don't remember we talked about. So this shout out goes to all the post office people that work so hard for keeping the mail, going back and forth, the packages, and who sometimes are just so friendly. And thank you for that. Um, now back to you and new calls are next. Bonjour, Rebecca. Ah, oh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rebecca. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? Well, I'm single, and it just seems like every relationship I go into, short-term or long-term, um, whether I hold out a long time or, you know, just uh, do it all at once um, with the ulala. <laughs> It just seems like they leave and they're, they move on to the next woman or, you know, they get bored and then they move on. Yeah. Um, how old are you, Rebecca? 31. Okay. Once you like a guy, how um, fast do you go from, you know, first day to ulala? What's usually your time frame? It changes. That's the thing. Okay. It depends on the guy. Yeah. So, But for example, I... my, my most recent... We waited um, six months, and wow. the one before that, we just did it on the first meeting. <laughs> and you had a good time? Mm -hmm. Yes, I always have a great time. Oh, and, well, that's and a good thing. Too, and they love my body. They, I, I mean, I, I, I'm good at ooh-la-la, <laughs> but, you but are. that's all it is. Okay. Now, the thing is, the reason why a man stays with a woman in a relationship is a complex a cocktail of chemistry, comfort, a connectivity between your mind and his, and, and then there's what I call the power of the universe, what's meant to be and not meant to be. Um, there's no really a rule about long wait, not wait. It, like you said, it's case by case. My advice is for you to follow your intuition and know that there is no way And I would be lying if I gave any advice on how to change that. No way we can predict the future. So the next guy, if you feel like things are going well, get to know him. And then, you know, during the first couple of dates, you can make out on the whole thing or not the whole thing, just kiss or, you know, first base or whatever. And then if your intuition tells you, I feel like it, you go for it. And then you know in advance, it might work, might not work out. But c'est la vie. C'est la vie means life. And I don't like people who have formulas about you should do this, you should do that, because, you know, otherwise everybody would do it and it would work. It's not like that. It's you've got to trust the universe, this power that when it's meant to be, it's your time. Until then, have fun, have safe ulala, and just do what's good for you. I love that. I think that's going to be really good for me. <laughs> I, I think so too. I, just, I've been trying to figure it out. <laughs> no, there is nothing to figure it out. Like, you know, you love life. And then one, at one point, I guarantee that at one point, you will feel something different with a guy. And you're not going to have to say anything or do anything. He's going to want to stay with you forever. But 
It might be next week, next year. We don't know. Until then, enjoy the dating process. C'est bon. It's good. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Thank you for calling. Good luck. Be safe and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You know, talking about, you know, what should you expect at the beginning and when to ulala or not. And let's address this once and for all. Coming up next. So I know this is a touchy topic, so I'm going to try to be as uh, diplomatic as I can, but also as honest as usual. Uh, my last caller, Rebecca, said, you know, she doesn't understand really why men sometimes don't stay longer or relationship ends and all that. And then she said she loves the ulala, but yet some guys come and go. So what do you think is the rule of um, you would tell your best friend about to address that? You know, you guys meet, get chemistry and all that. There are no rules. You are the rule. You will is the rule. Among adults, no one should interfere into your desire. Just safe. You know what to do. But I refuse, and I mean that, I refuse to tell a caller when should they ooh-la-la or not. Whoever you like, whoever you date, whoever you want to get together and ooh-la-la with, do it fully with passion and no regrets because life goes on and one day you'll never do it again. It's too late, okay? But you do it safe. Now, what should you expect from that? That's a different matter. Next. I think if you heard my last statement, you heard that I was very clear that among consulting adults, so when you call me and if somebody asks me, Simon, you know, when is it the right time to ooh-la-la and all this, I would say, you feel like it, you are the boss. Nobody else, not me, not some magazine's review of like prediction of future. None of this matters. None of this counts. But what should you expect from ulala with somebody? Should you expect true love, little love, no love, or one night stand? Unpredictable also. Don't expect anything more than what's going to happen. Take away the pressure that because you have ulala with somebody, you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody. It might happen, it might not, but I don't want you to have regrets the next day. So we have to ulala for the sake of ulala also. And then some will lead to wonderful situation, whether it's a week, a night, 10 years, or 50 or 60 years. But don't ever believe if you do this, that guarantees this. It's not a technical thing. It's the universe that will put together you and the right person. Until then, please, it's spring, summer is coming. Enjoy a lot, but safely. Calls are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tina. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? Well, I've been seeing this guy via Zoom and FaceTime and stuff for about a month. And we've really hit it off. And because we're both a little um, um, worried about the pandemic still, the new variants and stuff, we haven't really been, we haven't got together, but we both have been vaccinated. So we're going to see each other for the first time this weekend and I'm really kind of nervous about it and don't know if I should I go I guess that's mm-hmm. my question should I go and it's it's just been such a long time I'm really nervous about it and I'm scared that I, I just don't know if he'll like me so I'm kind of trying to think if I can back out um if it was up to you would you back out maybe I don't know. I mean, there's a part of me because just being around people has been, you know, not really my thing lately. And 
Sure. I, I kind of want to go, yeah, no, I'm not going to. But I also, on the other hand, I'm really lonely. It's been so isolating that I, I kind of want to go. That's why I kind of wanted to, you know, hear what you think about it. Well, here's my take. Why don't you delay this by another week? Find an excuse, you know. Um, yeah. And, you know, just so, because I don't want you to go anxious. I don't want you, maybe it's going to be wonderful. But I feel you're a little bit too anxious right now. A little bit too anxious. So I don't want you to bring that vibe to the date. How about you wait a week or two, put it on uh, work, put it on family, put, you know, whatever excuse. So that it's not for him, it's for you. We have a vibe when we get somewhere, when we go somewhere to meet somebody. So I, I feel you, don't go if you're anxious. That's going to sabotage the date. Take a little time. Just say you, you, you want to see him and why don't you do it in two weeks. That gives you two full weeks, even better. Two weeks. Um, I like that. Then two weeks it is. Tina, thank you so much. Good luck with that date in two weeks and you have a good oh, night. Thank you, Simon. You're always so wonderful. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. I do what I can. Have a good night. Dating. Let, let's talk about it's spring. Should we date or should we not date? Let's talk about dating next. Should we be dating right now? Should we or should we not? And how to? So I hear from my friends. Um, I hear DMs. People send us on at one of the radio that as people get more vaccinated and it's spring, I don't know how you feel about it. But hey, for all of us single people, it's becoming like a fire, right? A desire for meeting, dating and all this. And my recommendation on this is do it safely and don't do it if you're anxious. That's a key thing because we send a vibe to people. And uh, it's not just we want to meet people. It's like if we are too anxious, don't do it. Wait. But let me tell you this. After almost 18 months, and I'm talking for single people, that we haven't met anybody, seen anybody or anything else, I'm going to go out of my house for the first time in 18 months and not just to bicycle. No, I'm going to hope to meet people. You know, it's, so it's a natural thing to do. Just do it safely. Now, by the way, what should we expect after all this month of loneliness? I want you to be ready for that. So stay with me next. So say you're like me, you haven't been out of the house much. You're single. Uh, you haven't dated anybody. You know, just you may have done online dating and but it's virtual, Zoom, but it's nothing like real thing. And then, you know, you're going to be vaccinated. You're going to come out. What should you expect? So let's be very real. You want to know what you can expect from this summer and the months to come when it's safer and safer? A grand wild madness of energy, of ooh-la-la, of excitement. Do you imagine how good it's going to feel to see people? Do you imagine for us single people who haven't kissed, hold hands, nothing, what is going to be to just feel the very precious presence of somebody we like with us? So expect wildness. Expect erotism. Expect moments of joie de vivre. Okay? This is what's coming for a while and very wild. I think I'm clear enough. You call the next. If you want to share something romantic that has happened to you, call my show, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Polly. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Polly. So I understand you have a lovely romantic story you want to share with me. I am all ears. Yes, 
this was very, very recent. And I was kind of blown away because I've been married for a few years. And you know how sometimes when you're married for a few years, there is a loss of sizzle. Well, I got the vaccine and I got a little sick afterwards. And to a point where, you know, I was like, I was in bed for a couple of days and just very sleepy and lethargic. And mm-hmm. my husband called my mom because I always talk about her homemade chicken soup. And so he called my mom. He got her homemade chicken soup recipe and made me homemade chicken soup. And he is not a cook. <laughs> <laughs> and so how did that make you feel? Uh, you know, when you like first start dating and they do something really sweet and you get those butterflies, it like put the butterflies back there. That's it. You see, little things, the little things, buddy. I mean, I've always talked, what is the definition of romance for the French people? It's creating an enchanting feeling in your partner's heart. Well, he did. Mission accomplished, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And and I think that's something, this definition, it's very poetic, creating an enchanting feeling in somebody else's heart is the definition of romance in France. Now, I think this is a definition we should all apply to each other in America, too. Would you agree? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I love the word enchanting. That is great. (laughs) Yeah. Enchantement. The the French people say, créer un moment d'enchantement, creating an enchanting feeling. You know, when you say that, but it's funny because I haven't been in France for two years and, and I haven't seen my family for two years. So sometimes this comes back to my mind that I'm also French and that I miss uh, the family at home. But anyway, back to you. Thank you so much for sharing that story. It was lovely. And you have a good night. You too. Thank you. Coming up, let's go help Madison, who's rethinking her relationship with a boyfriend. So I don't know what's going on, but that's next. So Madison left me a voicemail, and uh, the rule is simple. You leave me a voicemail, I play it on air, and I answer on air. So take a listen to Madison's voicemail. Bonjour, Simon. This is Madison. Um, due to COVID, I actually had moved back um, out of state to my parents' house. And during that time, I kind of rekindled this friendship with a high school friend turned into a little bit more and we have been going strong for a year now in a beautiful relationship but the time is here for me to move back home and you know we've talked about this that we're going to push through we're going to do long distance we're going to make it work and all of a sudden I got a text message from him yesterday And he's rethinking everything. And honestly, I don't know how to respond. I don't know what to say, how to react. And I'm just really looking for some advice and was really hoping that you could help me out. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Madison. Yeah, what should you do if your boyfriend is rethinking uh, the relationship you have with him? What should you do? I'll tell you my advice coming up next. What should you do if you like Madison who left me that voicemail that... You're moving, and then you wonder, should we stay together, should we not? You know, the boyfriend says, I should rethink the relationship now. Is he going to be away? Here's my advice. There's no magic formula. Some people go long distance, and then years later, they marry and have kids. Some people will go long distance, won't last two weeks. So I don't like to give prediction because there's no crystal ball about the future. But I know one thing. When it's meant to be and stay together, you will. So in doubt, just do what's good for you. And if your boyfriend says, oh, I need to rethink this, that, fine, you can rethink. But I would like you to understand that there is nothing you can do. If it's not meant to be, it will break up. If it's meant to be to stay together, you guys will figure it out. 
but I, I, I really refuse sometimes to answer a question like I had a magic formula. I don't. I know one thing. If it's meant to be, it will work, and you guys will make it work. But it takes two to make it work, not just one. So you just do what your heart tells you to do and follow your intuition. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Terry. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Terry. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? Um, okay, so I have been dating this older guy, which is the first for me. It's going really well. Uh, we've been dating for about a month now. And last weekend, he invited me over to watch basketball. And when I get there, um, I met his 12-year-old son. And mm -hmm. he never, ever mentioned that he had a son, ever. And I... I I feel like this is dishonest. Like, we haven't been dating for that long, but I'm wondering if this is a red flag. Mm -hmm. How did that make you feel when you met his son for the first time? How did you feel? Just really, like, taken by surprise. Just kind of, I wasn't expecting it. Um, I don't really mind. It's just that he never mentioned it once, so it, it felt like he was playing the game or something. Wait, wait a minute. Big difference. Did you ask him, do you have any kids or not? I never did, but I mean, I, I didn't even think, okay. you know, <laughs> I never even, it's, that's not in my world, really. Like, you know, he's about 10 years older than me, so it's not really something I think about. <laughs> Other but, people I've dated never had kids, so I never thought to ask. How old are you, Terry? I'm 29. Okay. So listen, um, he, he never lied. Big difference. If he lied to you about that, it would be a deal breaker. But you never asked. He never lied. He could have said it, true, but it's not against you. So here's the choice. If you want to leave him, of course you can. Kids or no kids makes no difference. You, you feel uncomfortable? Leave him. But if you haven't asked a question and the person doesn't answer by a lie or doesn't answer at all because you've never asked, I would give him a sense of credit. I would just say, you know, I, gotta, I, I can accept his kids and Love him too. Or I can say, it's not my world. I don't want it. And not blame him to say, it's life. C'est la vie. And it was nice meeting you, but I just can't handle that. But I don't think you should blame him on this. I think it's just, it's not bad. It's not against you. I, I love kids. So I, I, I look at it like very easy, yeah. easy breezy. But, and, and, but I respect people who don't. I, I'm not like judging. I'm just saying, if somebody doesn't lie to you, it's not against you. And then you can't say they were dishonest. That's how I feel. Yeah, I don't mind kids. I guess it's just that it seems like he was keeping a secret. I'll, I'll ask him about it. I feel like I would, I would give him more of a chance. So good, good, good. Point. Give him a break. That's my advice. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Simon. <laughs> I probably save his butt tonight. All right, Terry. <laughs> Thank you for calling. You have a good night. Thanks, Simon. Goodbye. Have you ever been in a relationship where you weren't treated well? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been in a relationship where you were not treated well? You know, like things start nicely and, uh, and politely, and then little by little by little goes down the drain and the person doesn't treat you well. Either mean or, you know, stuff like that. Even grumpy just all the time. I wanted to know kind of where you stand on this. So I posted that on my social media at one of radio. 83% of you said, yes, I've been in a relationship where I have not been treated well. 17% said no. Uh, it's kind of worrisome to have 83% of you 
putting massively, yes, I've been in a relationship where I was not treated well. We got to do better than that. Anyway, but thank you so much for listening to me tonight. Merci et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.